Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey besties, welcome back to Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we have some pretty exciting news this week. Britney Spears is free of her conservatorship. I feel like we've been waiting for the, we've been waiting for this for 13 years. It's been a long ass time. You know, we did a whole episode on it. If you guys want to like know what came up to this point, go listen to our episode about it where we interview the free Britney movement. But now she is finally out of She's her officially free. She's free. Mm-hmm. We freed her. We, we, we did. It was us. It was Katie and Jennifer yep. with our free Britney episode. Right. Awareness. <laughs> it was I us. mean, it got a lot of listens. So I just <laughs> feel like you're welcome. You're Brittany. welcome. You're welcome, Brittany. But I mean, it's crazy because on it would just happen this past Friday and it was literally after 13 years, the dredge ruled for it to come to an end. So it's a really big moment for her. Like, I feel like I don't even know. Like, I feel like life is probably going to be so different for her, but in a great way. I feel like, yeah and no, you know, because one, she's fucked up from like the years of abuse. (laughs) Well, yeah, she probably needs some therapy. Yeah. But then two, I feel like because she was in a conservatorship, they're going to be like watching her like a hawk to be like, see, she actually is not right. You know, she does need someone to control her finances or whatever. So she's probably, and she said she was nervous about this too, but like, she's probably going to have to be like super, super careful about everything that she does. Well, they were saying how now, like, she's basically like going to be having to pay all her own bills and everything like that. Like she was doing absolutely nothing. Like if she wanted Starbucks, she literally had to ask if she could get Starbucks. Like now she's the one that's in charge of everything. And I'm like, that's a little daunting. Like if I wasn't paying my bills for 13 years and all of a sudden they were like, all right, you're in charge again. I'd be like, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Like I'm a little nervous. And then I'd also want to hire someone, but then like also being in a conservatorship for so long I'd be like well I don't know if I want to hire somebody yeah, in not charge of things anyone. again but at the same time I also wouldn't want to fuck shit up so I don't know and she can afford to hire someone but I, mean, I feel like this is a similar situation to my life like I've never paid bills and then <laughs> you like have to move out and you're like oh shit you There's just put everything on auto pay. Just put it on auto pay. And just then she's got it. Yeah, it go. it's not a big deal. But she, so she, after that, she wrote on her Instagram. She was like, "Good God, I love my fans so much. It's crazy because they were like literally outside, like cheering for her. Like it was like basically like a Britney parade. And she's like, "I think I'm gonna cry the rest of the day. Best day ever. Praise the Lord. Can I get an amen? <laughs> um, hashtag freed Britney. About a half hour later, she added, "I can't freaking believe it." again best day ever um but yeah she's literally gonna be making all her own decisions from now on which is wise yeah she can make her own medical decisions because one of the biggest things was that they weren't allowing her to have children they weren't allowing her to take out her iud and that I was feel like, like i would go up there and just try to yank that shit out i don't have an iud so i don't really are you thinking that, because like, kim zolciak did that oh she did do that didn't she was yeah. it an iud yeah 
or she had Croy, Croy take it out. Like stick his finger There's up there. Nothing and pull that it man out. can't do. I swear to God, he can take out an IED. He fucking <laughs> colors her hair, does her acrylics, fucking makes her wigs. I'm like, holy shit. He's a jack of all trades. He really is. You like, can't get in with your guy now. Go to Croy. Oh, go to Croy. Brittany, I think Croy can help you. Croy out. can like, take that thing out in a second. No problem. Just go in the powder room. She she can get married now. Like it's gonna be it's. Yeah, she can sign her own contracts, spend her own money. And, you know, I feel like leading up to this point, obviously the Free Britney movement and us were integral (laughs) parts in it. But, like, you know, there was a lot of things that she kind of did to kind of get herself to this point because they weren't allowing her to have legal representation, which you are entitled to even in a conservatorship. So that was kind of like the first thing. And then once she got a lawyer, her dad, Jamie – just drop the conservatorship uh-huh. probably because he knew like as soon as the lawyer got there like he's gonna find everything out like I don't want anything to do with this anymore because I'm about to go to jail and just like was like done she's out of it I don't want it anymore and that was the, like the end of it and Brittany started speaking up herself like Brittany yeah. didn't say shit like this whole time basically or we didn't hear it. and then finally she was like just starting to come out and she was like honestly my mom fucking sucks the bitch fucking was the one who that was her idea like to start their conservatorship. My dad's been like abusive this whole fucking time. Like her family has it, like her brother and sister haven't done shit to help her. Like, she's just like, my life fucking sucks. Like, and I think her actually speaking up for herself helped a lot too. Well, and it's crazy that she had to like go sneak notes to the media through friends and like weird shit. Literally like that. to journalists. She was like having like, sneaky meetings like secret and was meetings like, yeah meet me in, in the hotels. bathroom because she had security and then she'd have to go to the bathroom and be like help me and like the journalists were like crying and they were like it's actually very sad it's in like the documentaries and it was just like the length she had to go to just to get her voice out there was like pretty disgusting it really was and I mean all of this isn't over you know like obviously like I said she's still gonna be watched like a hawk and mm-hmm. they still are probably going to sue people because, like, this shit was just, like, went way too far. And I feel like prior to, like, the Free Britney movement and stuff, she had such a controlled environment that she probably just thought, like, there was no way out, you know? And then mm-hmm. now she's starting to get information. She started speaking up. And she's like, oh, shit, I can find a way to get out of this. Like, I didn't even know this was possible. I can have a lawyer. I didn't even know that was possible. So, I don't know. It was like a lot of things that kind of culminated to this moment, but I'm really happy that she's free. You know, I, and this is going to be like a controversial thing for me to say, but when have I ever been afraid of that? (laughs) But I just hope that she comes out of this and can prove that she kind of is stable enough to be living on her own because it would just be really fucked if, I mean, obviously the conservatorship was not the right option. Like that was literally fucking crazy nuts. But like, I just hope she doesn't come out of this and then do something dumb, you know, like she used to do. I mean, her Instagram posts have been kooky for years. For years. You're kind of like, huh, it's definitely not like the Britney that like you're used to seeing pre-conservative. Hit me baby one more time. Yeah. Yeah, So it's kind of like, um, but she does have her fiance now who's going to be her husband. And I think he can also help 
Per, and I hope he's like an okay person. I don't know too much about him, but I, I hope don't he's either, like but he's not a user. But I hope he's not. A, I feel like if he can stick by her through the conservatorship, as long as he did, not knowing that there was an end date and everything, like I feel like hopefully he is a good person. Well, I know that they're engaged and they were touring like a $12 million home or something or a state in LA. And I'm like, see, like stuff like that. I'm like, Ugh, like you just like I do, are getting maybe, the money back. Maybe it's like they want a fresh start, which I totally get. Um, but but yeah, you do you have to be careful. And I hope she can prove herself too, because I mean, obviously she was able to like you know, lead these tours and stuff that she was going on. And she wasn't like not capable of like running a multi-million dollar business, but right. she still was under so much control doing that. Right. So it is scary. I, I pray to God, like she's fine. And she, she hires the right team when she is ready to like start doing music and everything again. And, and I hope like paparazzi leaves her the fuck alone because I feel like that was really what got her to that breaking point of where she lost it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that like they can give her some space. Like we don't repeat history and she can kind of like live her life and, and be a little I bit hope more she secretive. cuts off her entire family financially yes. and emotionally. Like she doesn't deserve they don't deserve a single fucking dime. That whole family doesn't deserve a fucking dime from her. And, and she even if they did, their they've cars, spent it all. Take their houses away. Like I honestly yeah. would be like, you think you're getting that house, mom? Think again. Snatch. Dad, you think you're having anywhere to live? Think Lawsuit. again. Never like I, they don't deserve fucking shit. I mean, if she, so she should take everything away from them. I would do it. A hundred percent. Like they, first they of all, put as a her parent, through hell for 13 years they put and, her through hell, her and you should not be taking a salary as a parent. And then like, even if they did do that work, I think that they've gotten enough money for enough the amount of work. Yeah. That they've yes. done yes. to this point. I think they're good. You know, like it's, there's no more. It's done. No more. No more. So congratulations, Brittany. You are finally free. It's very exciting. Yes. Um, we are so happy for you. We're so happy we could be a part of this <laughs> with you. Jennifer's really wanting to take this credit. <laughs> yeah, you take it where it is. I'm not afraid to say like, hey, I help, you know? <laughs> well, in Another big star had some exciting news this weekend. Um, Paris Hilton marries Carter Room. I don't know how to yeah. say his last name. In um, Los Angeles this past weekend, it was literally a three-day affair. So the entrepreneur and DJ tied the knot at a private estate in Los Angeles. And it actually happened to be her grandfather's estate, which was had like since been sold. Like, I think it was like to someone from Google, but um, they still like let her have the party there. And she was like, as a little girl, I would always told myself that I would get married at my grandfather's former estate. She said, I imagine having my fairy tale wedding here. And it's amazing that it actually came true. The estate brings back so many memories and it means so much to be surrounded by family and connected to all my loved ones on this day. And she literally has had a three day party. That's for crazy. This like my dream has been to be married on my grandfather's estate as well. <laughs> right. Like in, that in was my dream. Yeah, <laughs> yes. totally. I just so can't figure memories. out which estate I would prefer. Yeah. But like definitely <laughs> one of my grandparents estate. Yeah. Like obviously. And she, she said that Carter and I have been friends for over 15 years. Um, we stayed in touch 
uh, in each other's lives over time. And we reconnected at Thanksgiving get together in 2019. From that night, I felt the spark and the rest was history. Have you been watching her show? I did. I watched, I watched the new episode. I wasn't paying full attention because you know what? Like, so when Paris came out with that documentary, I really felt that in my soul. And I feel like she kind of dropped her act for a second so that we could really like hear her and like understand where she was coming from. And then I watched the show and I felt like it was the old Paris act. Thank you. I was thinking this, it was almost like brutal to watch. It was brutal. It was so disappointing. Honestly, to me, it was so disappointing because it's like once we had the real Paris, like I was, I was interested so, in the I real was Paris. I was so excited. I was like, okay, now she's not going to talk like a baby anymore. This is great. Nope. The Here whole comes fucking, the baby voice. The whole time, you guys, if you watch it, like, I mean, mostly I'm watching for Kathy Hilton, if I'm going to be honest. Um, fucking hilarious. Love but her. she was like, she just like resorted back to the old Paris. But yet the whole time she was saying how her fiance was like, I want the real Paris. Like, don't give me Paris Hilton. Give me like who Paris well, really and is. I feel like when she talks about them and their relationship, you can almost feel it. Like when she was talking to her friend and they're like sitting in the chairs and whatever, like she would start with her little baby voice and then, and then like go she back would, to normal. it would go back to normal, but then it would switch right back. And it, but she but would when like, she talks to Carter the whole time she talks to Carter. It's like a baby. Right. It's but only I when she's talking like- to Nikki, Kathy, and her best friend, where she talks in her normal voice. But the whole time to Carter, she like is like a baby. And well, she's like, I feel like she doesn't want to really expose her relationship necessarily because he seems like a real fucking dude. Like he just seems like he's literally real. from like a town of a thousand people in the and Midwest. Near Chicago. Like my favorite he, type of guy. I love a suburban Chicago. He comes guy. from like literally a very like it's the complete opposite of her background but he's yeah. an entrepreneur and he's like worth a lot of money in his own right and he's a businessman and she's like I feel like I've never had that before like I've dated models actors douchebags like people who just mm-hmm. use me rock stars and I'm and, like and you didn't see where the problem was yeah I'm like okay and she's like and they just use me and she's like I've just never felt like until I did my documentary I was able to really like love anyone before and but the whole time she's like oh, okay like well I can't that's why like I'm anything, like but like this I feel like it's hard that's not I, how she acts in their relationship if because she I feel does, like I thought it was weird I think it's a weird relationship no, because I feel like when are. I was watching it like them on the beach or them like having a conversation on the couch like there was zero connection because it's yes, like it was fake. it was it was like it was almost fake. just manufactured for tv and like we have right. this beautiful love story and like we honestly just fight about like what to watch on tv right and I'm but like I refuse to believe that like I refuse to if believe this that is your husband for the rest of your life and this is how you two act like fucking babies and giggles and that's weird it is weird and it didn't feel like a real connection and I'm hoping if this is who you married in a three-day event like it is real but I feel like from him like I feel like he is not necessarily playing the part you know I feel like it's just her like even like when they're having the conversation of what something one thing you would change about me first of all like okay don't say the producers do not say anything that you would change about me just lie <laughs> always lie that is the correct answer but he was like well you know you're not organized like your organization's what I would change yeah like you're messy and I was like okay let's a little bit too real Carter like <laughs> let's not go there and then she's, she's like, like you're bossy like yeah it's just like you're so bossy buddy like, 
it's You're weird perfect. it's so weird and then she's she, like, 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 like i'm so nervous that you like something bad's gonna happen because you're too perfect and she's I'm like, like hi handsome hi handsome like all oh the time God. and i and was then like they were what kissing the like is every happening? two minutes between and it wasn't even like you know like sometimes there's parts in a conversation where you're like okay this is obviously a part where you would kiss like it was just like they'd say a normal sentence and then a kiss and then number normal two sentences and then a kiss mm-hmm. and i'm like stop fucking they celebrate their anniversary every month he gave her like this fucking fat ass diamond chain like necklace he gave her all these nice dresses they flew private and all the well, shit I to san like francisco for the I'm day like, what is i know he has money but like does he what have kind money, of, does money he have like money that money? well apparently um his net worth because i googled it is around 40 and then hers is at 300 million so on, like one month anniversary like each month and you're getting her a fat diamond necklace? and he's like we're gonna do this forever Sorry, he kind of talks like a baby. (laughs) So it's like hard. It's really hard for me not to imitate people and their voices. And like his is kind of like the same as hers. So it's kind of like, okay. Um, I just feel like it gave me anxiety, like the monthly thing, just because I'm like, how do you keep up with that? Even Kathy was like, I thought it was fucking weird. (laughs) Like, I thought they were going to stop it after a couple months. She's like, but whatever floats your boat. Oh my God. And then Kathy was the tray so she like gifted him this Hermes tray and they put like candles and shit on it which I guess you're not supposed to actually use a tray as a tray and <laughs> right Kathy no, was like in the office yeah Kathy was called. like oh my god no he doesn't even like it if he's using it like this like I'll take it back then he doesn't appreciate it and I'm like doesn't that mean that he does appreciate it if he's actually like he's using, using it? it like I mean I get it's Hermes but like I mean, it's a fucking tray. tray. It's a tray. You can only use a tray for so many fucking You can things. only use a tray to hold shit. That's what a tray is for. I yeah. don't even know what else you would do with it. You would just have to keep it in the closet and just pull it out when Kathy comes around. Right? Like, okay, here's my here's the empty tray. tray. It's just <laughs> hanging out here. Like, whatever. Um, so if you guys saw their wedding, um, Mindy Weiss, she's like a huge wedding planner and she helped plan it. And like, so the show that's on Peacock right now, like it's going to show their like journey to like planning the wedding. And they did get married on 11, 11, um, which is a very special day to get married. That's As we know, it's a, didn't Kim Zolciak get married on 11, 11? She did. She got on 11, 11, 11. Oh, she, she got the good date. She got the good date. But then Yolanda Foster and um, what's his name? And the other David Foster, David Foster got married on the same day and that didn't work out so well. So you never know. It's, you know, but, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And she was Paris said, thankfully, my mom and groom had a lot of opinions on the planning so that I let them take the reins. And she wore Oscar de la Renta and walked down the aisle to can't help falling in love. And I did like her first dress. I think it was like very elegant. It was mm-hmm. like long sleeves, like went up to her neck. It was like um, ball gown design. It was a very nice. She was like, I love how it turned out. I wanted something that was timeless, elegant, chic, and iconic. And I'm so happy. Now her other dresses were like more, I guess her style is what I could say. Yeah, because I feel like her, no offense, Paris, like don't come after me. Don't, but I feel like very stuck in the 2000s. Yes. Yes. Like it's that's not like my, when her, her style, style peaked and then she never, she, she never progressed. Yes. And don't get me wrong. This is with a lot of really wealthy people. They just can buy a lot of things, but just cause you can buy nice things or gifted nice things doesn't mean you have style. Right. Like Nikki right. has style. 
Nikki, I love the way it's so elegant. Like thinking, like the bridesmaids dresses look like shit. Oh my gosh, they're awful. Awful. They're awful. 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 But then Nikki went and changed into this other dress. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah, and it was the same color, so I'm sure she like wanted to stick with like the bridesmaid theme. But it was so much better. Like it It was was, like classic and timeless. And I was like, I would wear that right now because she has a great sense of style. Whereas Paris, it's just not mine. It's just not mine. Yeah. Right. Um, but not that I don't love Paris. Paris, we love you. We just don't share a sense of style, which is totally fine. Um, Nikki, but yeah, Nikki looked great. But yeah, the bridesmaid dresses were for me, they just were very matronly. Um, Alex very and Olivia, matronly. very matronly. She designed them. And then the next day, and then did you see Paula Abdul performed? And like Kathy was like next to her on stage. And I was like, I think Kathy might have like okay. asked for Paula. I was I, just like, gonna say, I was this like, is huh, you could have proof. anyone and you had Paula. Yes, <laughs> this is just proof that Kathy planned this wedding because, yes. yeah, I'm like, who I would, why would I? I mean, Why would Demi Lovato performed, but like, I know friends. Paris and Demi are friends and, but like the Paul Abdul, I was like, this is for sure, Kathy, like 100%. but I could like relate so much to Paris when she was like, I don't want to plan the wedding. I just wanted to like happen and I'll just go. And I'm like, but like still make same. it like, so it's but like, her. yeah, it's still like beautiful, but like, yeah, I just like want it to just be done. And like, I don't like, you know, I want someone else to do it for me like that. I'm the same fucking way. Like, I do not want to play in the details of a wedding. I don't give a fuck. Like, just make it look pretty and I'll show up and then we'll have a great time. And then she had the next day, they fucking went to Santa Monica Pier, rented out the Santa Monica Pier. And she wore another Alex and Olivia, like hot pink, like, um, bridal outfit it was like it was very carnival yeah it was like an 80s sort of vibe um also not really my style but I get the vibe she was going for um that actually looked a lot of fun um Diplo DJed and so that was just like one big party and then the third night they went back to her grandfather's estate and had like another second wedding base it was just like a part like Macy Gray performed and I was like what the fuck is this just like another party like yeah it was just like a three-day thing but the one thing I do like about Carter is like the fact that he was involved in this wedding and he let it be pretty much just a Paris everything party. she wanted. Yes. Because like it was Hilton he everything. Said, like it was like a he likes to be in the background party. anyways. He's like he's like at red carpets I'm in the background. Like I don't want to yeah. be like like everything was just like Paris. Like yeah. they sang stars are blind. Stars are song. Bl- which is and I'm like what is honestly this one of my favorite them? songs of all time. I will Great say song. that. Great Amazing song. song. But then like yeah everything was like Hilton branded like but like obviously they're getting married and taking his last name so it should be like branded with his last name not necessarily Hilton but <laughs> yeah, like but he just let star. he just but I, like, I did like that I did like yeah that too. he just, just let like, it be and I love that like he's like Paris is in, in the spotlight I'm just doing my thing back yes. here making millions of dollars doing what I want to do and I like I love that about him I think he's a great guy now how much do you think this wedding costs do you know the price or are I, you just do, I don't because okay. okay so this is what I was thinking so I remember when Kim Kardashian got married to Chris Humphreys yes I think production like picked up a big chunk of the tab, but I remember it being something around $14 million, Mm -hmm. something outlandish. So at first I was thinking, oh, this wedding is easily a million dollars. But then once I thought back to Kim's wedding, which is a one day event, and I was like, this is at least $20 million, I feel like. Oh, easily. But I don't know how much she was gifted, how much was free, you know, and they are her friends. Yeah, both. Like two of the days took place at like at Baron 
her grandfather's old estate. So I don't know if they charged her for to use that venue. So that's right. like a or huge if they were expense. Like, this is like gone. our gift to you. Right. Like, cause you, this used to be your like childhood grandfather's home. Like, yeah. you know, so I'm sure if, and if they charged her, I'm sure it was on discount. So I feel like the venue thing, like for two days, like that's a massive, massive expense. Like if you were to go to like a winery here in Napa and get married, like the venue alone would be like 50 K. So but her ring, when she was engaged last time, like she didn't give him back the ring. Cause she said the ring was basically paid for in publicity. Like she was, cause this is her third engagement, you mm. guys. And she, so she was the engagement before he wanted the ring back. And she was like, no, like the publicity you've gotten is like enough to pay back. Right. Like he didn't really have to pay for that ring. So that's why I think with all the publicity at this wedding, like a lot of it was comped. Well, and she definitely didn't pay, like no one paid for dresses. I can tell you that because you think it the, was all gifted the amount of times that they said Alice and Olivia and Oscar and, de la Renta yeah, and, and the tag designers. them and everything like you're not tagging people and shit for free. You know, that's just you're not, not how it works. So yeah. they pay. And then she was saying in the in her like show that there are people that were offering her seven figures very just true. to wear the dress very uh, like true. one of their designs. So it's like they're also competing with people like that. I'm sure like she obviously is friends with these people. So gave them the like, but, like if they weren't going to give it to her for free, I'm sure she would have gone with the people that were going to pay her. So I, I feel, feel like, like that if they free. had to pay for anything, it would have been more the Santa Monica pier. Yeah. Cause I don't I think the Santa like Monica pier definitely is just paid like for gifting yeah. like a free hey, night. I mean, like, if you are Santa like, Monica pier, great. then hit us up. But I like Diplo. I wouldn't be surprised if like she, like he did it for free or at a discounted yeah. rate or something like that. And Demi sure obviously probably did it for free. Yeah. Like her friends and so like, I'm sure like, cause she is friends with so many people that I'm sure a lot of this was just like, this is my gift to you. Yeah. But easily, if she was paying out of pocket, I would say this was like a $20 million weekend. Well, and I feel like being rich, like it's crazy the amount of things that you get for free. Right? It's almost just like, that's why these people have so much money because they get so much shit for free anyways. They don't even have to spend their own cash. Well, and I like went with like a friend who family owned this tour. I won't drop names or where we went, but like this massive tourist attraction and we did everything for free and we're given everything for free, ate for free, drank for free. And I'm like, why are you giving this like rich person all this free shit when all these like people are paying that like are middle class, upper middle class, (laughs) lower class to do these same things. That's literally how life it's crazy. That's how life the rich get everything. Right. It's literally. So that's how they stay rich. They You're like literally rewarded for being rich. It's crazy. You're rewarded. Yeah. That's how you stay rich because you don't spend your own money. Never. You don't pay taxes. <laughs> you don't spend your own money. You're gifted shit for free. It's honestly, that's why the wealthy keep getting wealthier. It's the wildest thing. Wild. And yeah, people are like fucking struggling on the street and can't even get a burger. <laughs> right like Like, so you should see the homeless problem in LA it's like crazy yet like yeah and I'm sure they kicked all of them off the pier uh (laughs) yeah it's not funny but like probably (laughs) like but I honestly I hope like if I really hope their relationship is more genuine than like what we're seeing on Paris and love or whatever. I really um, think it is. I really think she just I think can't it's just like be she around can't cameras. Help, she without, can't help but put on an yeah. act as yeah. you know, especially if she is like, especially 
in relationships she said she's not used to like not having an act and in front of a camera so I think yeah I feel like the cameras are really like what yeah like as soon as she's a camera she's just Paris Hilton like but I'm I'm excited for her I mean she's been I mean she's like almost or is 40 I think now and like so which I think honestly is a perfect age to start a family (laughs) I really do too like because she's lived and still is living an incredible life yeah. And you know, like honestly, everyone starts to freak out when they she hit looks 30. amazing. She doesn't look like she's aged a fucking day. Like well, that's what she was saying to her mom and in the show, like, thanks for telling me to stay out of the sun. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, you've had Botox. <laughs> like, shut the fuck, like enough with this bull crap. Like, did you use olive oil too? Like JLo? Like, shut the fuck. Okay, but did you okay? She said thanks for like not letting me get a boob job, but I've always like she thought looks her like boobs she- like really, really good. So do you think she's had a boob job? I think she's had a little one because I I like gonna, so I've always too. thought this because her boobs were very tiny and she's like stayed the same size. It's not like she's like gained a significant amount of weight. And I'm like, and then she was like, oh, I made, I created a push-up bra. And I was like, where is that push-up bra? Because you literally now have like a full B cup and you had like skittle tits before. You had literal nipples. So I was like, they're perky too. Like, yes, she is 40 years old and her boobs are still up on her chest. And and I know the outfit she wears like does push them up. But at the same time, I was like, I still feel like she's gotten a tiny boob. Like, well, and that dress that she was wearing, it was low cut. So what bra would she be wearing? Yeah, I think that maybe there is tape pulling them up. But even if the boobs she had in her 20s are not the same boobs she has in her 30s. Yeah, she's flat chested in her 20s. Flat chested. I've seen her without a bra on, okay? Without a top on. Many times. <laughs> okay. Like I've seen it and she had great little boobs, but the boobs that she had would have never made that kind of cleavage. Yeah. And as I was watching the show, I thought like, cause I've been considering a boob job. And so as I was watching the show, I was like, wow, her boob job looks really good. And then like, maybe I manifested this, but literally five seconds later, she told her mom, like, thanks for not letting me get a boob I job. I think she had like how Nicole Richie and Kate Hudson got like the tiniest and like Brandy Glanville, like they've all had boob jobs, but they got like B cut boob jobs. Yeah. It's still a boob job. It's still a boob job. Just because but like triple D does not mean that. Yeah, you didn't I get a boob feel job. like you can like like or like maybe she got like fat transferred in there or something like that. And Ooh, she's like not she counting could've. that as a boob job. She could have because like you know? that's like the 2007 Kim Kardashian scandal where she's like these aren't butt implants, but it's you're fat injected, so you yeah, got a exactly. BBL. That's how people try to like wiggle their way around saying things. If it's not an actual implant, it's not fake because it's your fat. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't, I can't. But I mean, boob job or not, her boobs look great. Her face looks great. Like, she's looking good. Whatever she's doing is staying out of the sun. Yeah. I mean, just in case, like, I'll be staying out of the sun (laughs) just in case. You never know. Like, I would not like to have skin issues. But yeah, she looks phenomenal. I think she is. I hope they have cute little babies and live their fucking life and don't send them to a boarding school and no, I don't think she will just do it the right way <laughs> yes yes um so congrats Paris yeah if you have another event like just, feel free to extend yeah. the invitation we would love to come if you are at your New York condo like call me you know hit <laughs> me up 
I would have been happy to go to the Tribeca Film Festival and watch her documentary. So, <laughs> but yeah. So moving on to other shows, um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this week finally caught up to the point where Jen Shaw is getting in trouble with her legal shit. Yes. So it was an hour and a half episode, which is usually an hour. And so this is like just when it's starting to get good. So first of all, we have to start off with like how the episode started, which was really fucking funny. I know. I feel like the first like hour, it was just like, you know, but. The Mary, last eight minutes is where it's at. Yeah, but Mary, so Mary Cosby, who is quite She's a gem, um, she decided to throw this party, luncheon, whatever. She always decides to throw luncheons. Um, it seems like she had an Italian streetwear party where they're basically, she was like, okay, you have to wear Italian streetwear and we're going to like cook pasta and shit, which is like very interesting um and the whole time she like walks in she's like this is not how it's supposed to be set up to like the people that like help set everything and she was like okay she it's just hard you know when you know how to do everything right and like other people don't and the lady's just like standing there like um and the chef is literally italian italian like is there she's like okay she's like yeah um while mary's doing the most horrendous italian accent i've ever heard in my life she's not even like doing it's like the wrong accent she's acting like she's like i don't even know what it is she's acting like she's speaking italian but she's literally just throwing in like like pasta yeah it's like like, what the fuck quintessential like like if you were trying to like make fun of an Italian like she's just throwing in words that it's almost offensive like what she was doing borderline offensive it was and they're just just standing there like like, oh okay yeah and I'm like what the fuck like like, you're not speaking Italian you're just speaking Italian dishes so weird it was so weird you guys I literally was crying laughing during like this entire scene like texting Jennifer like have you watched this yet because it was just so ridiculous and she so she invited like everyone except for Jenny and because like they're not getting along right now and so she so she was trying to invite Whitney to this party, right? And Whitney wasn't answering. Whitney was like, I was in the middle of carpool. Like, I can't answer my phone. And so uh, Mary was pissed that she wasn't answering her phone calls. So she took it upon herself to create a whole ass separate invitation and didn't want to tell her it was Italian streetwear and instead said it's mafia themed, which is also kind of like, okay, are you like, it's because it's Italian See, party. Like, like, it's a little borderline. Fun. This is borderline racist, it's to be honest. Fun. Like, yeah, like, it's kind I of weird. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And the best, so she takes pictures from fucking like Halloween websites of slutty mafia gangster costumes. And fucking Mary is like the most conservative Christian weirdo. Like there's no way anyone that knows Mary would receive an invitation and think that's real. Like Mary would never even allow you in if you were wearing something like that. A slutty gangster costume, (laughs) literally with a fedora. And like, she's like, (laughs) Whitney was like, she fully made because they showed the invitation of the one with Italian streetwear versus like the mafia gangster hoe. Both were jinky invitations. Both like, were janky, she literally like, like put those together in like PowerPoint and screenshot. This, this it. was literally like what was that um like stitch art that we used to use on word um, word art or like word was, art like something yeah. like all that it was like she made it and it was the funniest thing and Whitney like 
was like, this has to be a joke, right? So she pulls up wearing a normal outfit, like that could have gone with Italian streetwear, whatever the fuck that is. Because she I know, was like, I'm like this what is are a you joke, supposed to wear right? like a Gucci racing suit? Like, I don't know what Italian streetwear is. Right. And so she comes in and then Mary is pissed. She's wearing a normal outfit. She's like, oh, so you so didn't, mad. you didn't take my joke seriously, basically. And she was like, wait, what? Like, well, yeah. Like, why would I take that seriously? Like you wanted me to look like an idiot and you think I was just going to do it. Like, well, you didn't answer my phone calls. Like so pissed at her. I was like, this is and like literally dead psychotic. serious. Like, dead this serious. Is, it, like she's it's twitching psychotic. the whole time since we know. Oh my like, God. She has to be on crack crazy. cocaine with the amount Liter- that she twitches. She honestly seems like she does have a coke habit the way that she twitches. It is bizarre. So then she's like, they're at, they're making their lunch or whatever. And then they all sit down and the chef, I don't even know why they were pretending to make the lunch because the chef is actually making all their meals for them. So it's just like a pretend let's cook for a second. It was fucking weird. Well, and then she got them like all aprons and Louis Vuitton bags, but the aprons were like when, Amazon. Yeah. They were not from Louis Vuitton. And they're like, oh my God, you got us Louis Vuitton aprons. Like I've never had a Louis Vuitton apron. And she's like, why would I get them Louis Vuitton aprons? And I'm like, why would you give them an apron and a Louis Vuitton bag? What do you like, think people the are expecting? the last luncheon, she got them Louis Vuitton um, headphones. She's like a name whore. It's like it's so like not, weird. and not in a good way. It's just like, she just gets like, who the fuck goes and buys gift bags at Louis Vuitton? Right. Or they're probably just from like bags that she's had. Probably. Yeah. And, and she, she was just like, okay, let's put them in. Like, so then they're all sitting down and then like, I don't really remember like how the fight between Mary and Whitney broke out again, but they just started I think going she was. I think Mary was just like being super short with She was her. pissed that she didn't answer her phone calls for this party. And kept like bringing it up and just making snide comments. And Whitney's like, hey, what the fuck? Like, yeah, she I was called like, you back and you didn't answer. And she's like, you just skipped over my joke and went right to the point. Like, that's literally what she said to her. And Mary and Whitney's like, like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, it wasn't even a funny joke. Like, it was weird. It was weird. I mean, it was pretty funny because I was hysterically laughing, but it was just at funny. Mary. At, the joke was, was on her. At Mary. Joke's on you, Mary, because you're a fucking weirdo. Like, you're so weird. And so they're going off on each other. And she's like, fuck like basically like not fuck you but she's like okay little girl which is like so condescending like I hate it's like calling someone honey or sweetie like I would have been like okay weird old lady yeah like like, gotta go so Whitney's like I'm out of here and she's like leaving and Meredith like follows her and she was like saying how like Mary sent her all these like degrading text messages like you're so insecure with yourself all the plastic surgery you have to get done I'm sorry I'm just naturally beautiful bitch if you look at pictures of Mary from 20 years ago her skin color is like 10 she times bleached darker. her skin she had she a has nose, nose job. job her wigs are horrendous like she literally there's so much work she's had done and like I'm like oh you're naturally beautiful that's okay weird. I've never seen your natural beauty none of us have yeah like and I was like if I had a friend who like literally went off on me about the work that I've had done and just like said how insecure I was and all this shit and how, and I would be like, why am I friends with you? Like, why the fuck are we even still friends? Paychecks. Right. But like, and she's like kind of scary because Whitney was also telling Meredith that um, she was warned by Mary's cousin um, to never make her mad because her congregation believes she holds the power of God 
And so I think like Whitney's also been nervous to like be like, oh shit, I can't make this lady mad. Like if, even yeah, though I not feel part like of her congregation, like, but Mary thinks she's God. Well, and I feel like it's kind of like the Scientology thing where Mary could like send people to intimidate you and like, you know, do weird shit because like, that's what happens in cults. So that's, I feel like that's where she, why she runs a cult. Then I suggest you do some research. Google it. Yeah. Yeah, She's (laughs) definitely a cult leader. She's a cult leader. Um, they literally have pictures of Jesus that they've imposed next to Mary or her grandmother. Like, and they speak in tongues to Jesus, to Mary. Mary. Yes. Cause they think Mary's Jesus. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know like what else that you would need for a cult. And I feel Kool-Aid. sad for anyone in their right mind who thinks Mary Cosby is the Lord and savior, our father, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like if you truly believe that I, really like that's that's scary there's just some people that are meant to be in a cult and there's nothing that we can do about it and she's found them she's she has found her tribe that's ready to follow her yeah because she literally could have said anything and they would have believed her she could have been like Mm -hmm. i am a trash bag and they'd been like oh hail the trash you know like it just they need to be in a cult they need someone to follow and then like mary wouldn't listen to anyone at the lunch when they were like trying to calm her down she was just being a psycho like the entire time couldn't wouldn't let anyone get in a word in edgewise it was just like pointless it's weird because it's over whitney not answering her phone and she makes it like deep-rooted issues like and i'm like shut the fuck up these are not deep-rooted issues you are creating drama over nothing yeah like yeah. stop stop it let's not reach let's not reach you're reaching like so that was like a shit show and then meredith was so meredith um apparently was like inviting her whole family like her family was going to go to vermont and then none of them could go i'm like okay we know you go on cast trips like we get it this was just a cast trip. you don't have like, to make it up make make up a scenario that your family just all of a sudden can't go we get how this show works but whatever and she meredith invited everyone and they were all going to take like a party bus down there, except for Mary decided she wasn't going to go. Um, on she the was going to use the congregation's money to fly private. Private. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone else was going to drive down there. Um, and this is when the Jen Shaw drama happened. Yeah. So Jen gets dropped off. They're all sitting on the sprinter. It seems Outside like of beauty lab, which is Heather's yes, business. Heather, mm-hmm. And so Heather goes in to go pee. And then Jen gets this phone call and she asks Whitney to turn off her mic. And then she gets out of the sprinter van that they're taking. And it's like talking to this person and is like, oh, no, no, I'm still in like Salt Lake City. Like why? And blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, OK, OK, OK. And like hangs up. Heather comes out of the beauty lab and is like, Hey, and she's like, I have to leave. And Heather's like, wait, why? And she's like, because Sharif senior. And it was like such a, like, I don't know. At first when she was saying his name, I, was, Which I didn't is know her who she was talking same. about. I was like Sharif senior, but I forgot her son's name is Sharif. But she well. doesn't call him that. She calls him coach or coach. Yeah, so that's her husband. Yeah. So it was just like, weird. it almost sounded like the grandpa. Like I was like, right. her, is his grandpa sick? Like I was confused, but yeah. she said he had like what internal bleeding. Yeah. She said that he went to a doctor's appointment and that he was in the hospital now with internal bleeding and may need surgery. So she had to go now. And I'm like, wow, that's elaborate on the spot, you know, but like, you know, when people lie, they always like add too many details and that's how, you know, when people are lying. Mm-hmm. But so then 
Heather's like, oh my God. Okay. So she gets back on the bus and Jen tells everyone like, like Sharif senior is bleeding internally. I have to go now. And everyone's like, oh my God, like, can we help? And she's like, nah, I just have to go. And like, she's kind of tweaking out too, like Mary, like her eyes are darting back and forth. Like I was like, what the fuck's wrong with her? But obviously, you know, if this was a true situation, it probably would be stressful, but like, we know why it's stressful because we have been following the news, but yeah, she was like tweaking. And then she, her aunt comes and picks her up in her pickup truck and she just dips. And they're like, should we cancel the trip? I don't know. Like, they're like, no, maybe she'll come later, whatever. Cause Jen like gives no indication of like, if she's coming back or like, you know, what's going to happen from here. I think Um, she said like, I'll meet you later or something (laughs) like that. Like if, if I do come, will you Jen? Cause I don't think you can meet people from jail, but then like 12 minutes later, the, the feds pull up Mm -hmm. in their van. They bring like a minivan from enterprise and they pull up and it's like the NYPD, the feds. Like, is Jen Shaw here and Homeland Whitney, Security? Whitney thinks they're strippers. She's like, is this a joke? Is, is this, this like a, joke? a joke? Are these strippers? Are these strippers? She like fully is like. Take off your top. Because no, obviously no one has any clue what the fuck is going on. So they're just like thinking like either this is a joke or something's going on or like whatever. So, and Lisa is, I mean, this is like the first time I'm like, okay, Lisa is on the right, but Lisa was like, absolutely not. Like this seems like weird. And so she calls Stu because they were gonna, uh, uh, Heather was like, should we call Jen? And she's like, absolutely not. Yeah. She's like, I don't think you should with mm-hmm. like the NYPD and Homeland Security looking for Jen, asking us where the fuck's Jen. Like this yeah. seems like something we don't want to get involved in. So she calls like Stu, Jen's assistant, which he doesn't answer because he's, he's probably in, in police custody. too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then now we obviously we've known for a while that her and her assistant Stu, Stuart Smith, were arrested for ripping off hundreds of victims like through telemarketing scam targeting old people elders and we did do an episode on this guys when it did hit Shawshank Redemption um (laughs) if you want like all yeah all the details details. on what happened um yeah so but now we're just finally seeing it unravel for the first time on tv so and these all these charges are like in New York so that's why the NYPD like pulled up and got a free vacation to Utah to apprehend Jen Shaw. I don't know if it's a free vacation necessarily. (laughs) I don't know if that's fun for them, but I mean, I'm sure they had some work-life balance a couple days before. Maybe they did some skiing. And so, and then, so they have to, I was like, they've been showing like clips of other, um, of like what's to come for like tonight's episode. We're recording this on Sunday and it airs on Sunday, um, Sunday nights. And so I've been like seeing other clips of like, what's supposed to come tonight. And Andy Cohen said, I think it was tonight's episode. That's going to air is like one of the best in housewives history. So I'm fucking excited, but, um, Lisa calls, well, first she calls, um, what, what's her name? Um, who's in Vermont Meredith. She calls Meredith and she was like, she's like have you like watched the news and Meredith's like no I've been like setting up for you guys like we're just like getting everything acclimated and she was like telling her what happened and um, Meredith was like honestly I'm not surprised I knew something was fishy about her business from day one she's like I consider myself like a smart person especially in business like Meredith runs her own jewelry line she has her own company and she's like nothing ever added up about Jen's businesses like 
she's like, when I would ask her about them, like they just never made any sense. So it kind of doesn't surprise me. And then Lisa, she just like how Sutton called one lawyer on Real Hospice of Beverly Hills. Lisa called six lawyers after this happened. And which is the right thing to do, which is crazy. First of all, why do you have six lawyers on retainer? Yeah, that's true. How much money are you spending where you have six lawyers on retainer? But she basically called all six of her lawyers and was having like, you see each of them calling her back, calling her back, calling her back, like explaining to her like the situation. And I was like, holy shit. Like that's a lot of lawyers. Yeah. I mean, we know, I mean, even on the reunion when Jem was trying to explain what she does, like it's supposed to be a marketing company and marketing's pretty straightforward and I do marketing, you know? So it's like, it's pretty straightforward, but like her shit, I was like, wow, I cannot follow what the fuck you do. And then in this episode, her and Stu were like snowshoeing and she had the audacity mm-hmm. to be like, fam, like if I didn't do like what I, what I do for work, you know, families wouldn't be eating right now. Like yeah. if I didn't have all these businesses and hire all these people, like their families would not be eating. Cause she was saying she felt guilty for like the time she spent away from her own family for how hard she's been working all these years. And I'm like, yeah, you fed some families illegally and <laughs> stole from other families. So they <laughs> you couldn't you eat. put food in these people's mouths from taking it out of another person's mouth. From an old person's mouth. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I She's mean, like so like delusional. And then and I saw in one of our Bravo groups that like someone like someone just met her out and about, and they were like, she was the nicest person. And it's weird because you guys, I usually hate her guts. And then on the latest episodes, like she is becoming more likable as a person. Like she's like kind of not being see. And I feel so like horrible. this is production because I but, feel like they want you to kind of because if if they went into what happened with everyone hating Jen, I yeah. feel like it would have just been like. Like, I don't know, like, fuck Jen, whatever. But, like, they wanted people to feel conflicted feelings. Like, you know, like, we are kind of liking Jen. She was in a good place. And then this happens. Like, we don't know mm -hmm. how we feel. Yeah. And, like, obviously, I mean, they're doing a good job at it because all of a sudden I was feeling a little bamboozled. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, I was kind of like, thank God she left. Like, get off my friend Jen. Like, let her go, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now you go back to the old people and you're like, Like, God damn, Jen, that's. That's not going to work. I So I'm I'm excited <laughs> that this is finally airing because it's been so long. Like, I feel I like. I know. And because we recorded that episode forever ago. So yeah. this all like went down in April, I believe. Yeah. So it has been almost a year. And it, she's scheduled to testify in March of 2020. So, you know, a few more months and we can kind of like hear what she's kind of going on in I her mean, head. I'm just so curious to see one, how this is going to play out on the show and two, like what's going to actually happen to her because I she know. is being, I can't say this word very correct. Vietnamese, Vietnamese. <laughs> do you know the word I'm trying to say? Vietnamese. Vietnamese. I can't say it, you guys. It sounds She's, like you're trying to say Vietnamese. It, it is what I'm not trying to say, but that is what it sounds like. So just like, okay. She's really, basically the word is she's really <laughs> trying to deny it. I was just trying to use a big word. And I, I like don't, I can't, I can't, can't think of the right pronunciation of the word either. So like, um, everyone knows what you're talking about. Yes. um, She's really denying it. And like I saying, she's done absolutely nothing wrong. Yeah. So, so I just feel like, I mean, I think she'll probably do some jail time. 
I, like, I just think, can't see. I mean, but then it's like hard to, because it's like, she shows off all her shit on TV. And like, when you're on these housewife shows and you're showing off your shit, we've talked about this on so many episodes, just with like the housewives that have been in trouble, you show your shit. And then it's like, okay, but where did you get all that shit from? Because of the stolen money from elders and yes. burn victims for Tom and Dory. Like, and shit. And fraudulent checks from Therese and and fake pay stubs and who knows? Like it's just it's It's just stupid. Like honestly, stupid. Do not go on reality TV if you're doing illegal acts. Like bottom line. But I think the problem is is like one, you're either not knowing what's happening, like Teresa or someone like that, like whose husband's like the one doing it behind. But, like, if you're actually Jen, who's the one that's committing the crimes, like, you must have some narcissistic personality where you think you're going to, you're getting away with it. Right. You think you're that smart that you can go and she's, like, buying everyone on the cast, like, diamond necklaces and shit. And so it's, like, okay, it's with your money, apparently, but. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah, I think this is going to I feel like Jenna's narcissistic enough to give us like what we're looking for. You know, Erica mm-hmm. Girardi, she kind of was, you know, she was rehearsed and scripted and like didn't want to get herself in further trouble, which is understandable. But I feel like Jen Shaw is narcissistic enough that she will still give us everything that we're looking for. And that's oh, my hope. She'll blow the fuck up. Yeah, she's not going to listen to legal advice. She's going to be like, it's fine. Like, I'm going <laughs> to tell my side of the story and all this shit and like, yeah. just screw herself even further. But it's going to be great content great for, us. for us. Yes. Very excited. <laughs> so, and everyone kind of seems to have like kind of turned on her in the cast in a sense. Like, and so I'm interested to see who is going to be on her side, who's not going to be on her side, where people are now. I don't know. I like, feel like if anyone, it's going to be Heather and Whitney. But they've already kind of, but like when on Watch What Happens Live, they've kind of been like saying how our business is like fraudulent or they didn't, or they're not surprised by any of this too. So I feel like no one's surprised. But Even I feel Lisa, like they're the type that would like, especially Heather, she is a people pleaser. So yes. she will say what she feels. And like in those situations on Watch, Watch What Happens Live, she's trying to please Andy. She's trying to please right, viewers right, and right, giving right, them right. what they're looking for. But yeah. then like, she's also going to be, really nice and supportive to Jen because it's not two-faced. She's just a people pleaser. Right. Which but I feel like that's just exactly. who she is. Mm-hmm. And Lisa will turn on her in a dime. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Lisa, you like accidentally sneeze and she's going to turn on you. Like, yeah, exactly. There's zero loyalty. Right. <laughs> Even though she expects all of it for oh her. Oh my God. Yeah. She expects blind loyalty, but will not give you anything. No. <laughs> Exactly. She's, she's already calling six lawyers. If that was fucking Sutton, like Erica would have like smashed her face in the ground. <laughs> yeah. And Sutton was nice enough to not do it on camera. You know, yeah, like, then you have her like, just like dialing, dialing them give all up. A fuck. She's yeah. like, do I have to get a restraining order? Do I need to separate myself? <laughs> like I will cut right. her off. I will block her. I Whatever will you need. You tell me what to do now. <laughs> yeah. She so. does not give a fuck, but yeah. Yeah. Sunday so, nights, we'll guys. We'll see. But thanks, watch it. you know, guys, for listening. As always, we are super excited about all this news. It feels like 2007 again with mm-hmm. Brittany in the news, Paris in the news, and Lindsay Lohan, actually, she's going Acting to be in a again. movie. Yeah, so she's 
Yeah, so it's 2007. It's a revival of an amazing year in pop culture. One of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod. Like, follow, subscribe wherever you guys listen. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.